You're listening to the e-commerce Maven podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, founder and e-commerce girl boss of the ethical fashion brand Encircled and the e-commerce coaching company Retail Bliss. This podcast is designed for e-commerce bosses who want to take their online store to the next level. Together, we'll take on your toughest challenges, motivate you to do the work, and give you all the tools and strategies necessary to build a sustainable and profitable online store. You deserve to make money doing what you love, and I can help. Let's get you started on creating that e-commerce brand of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome back to the e-commerce Maven podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. This week, I'm sharing with you the two things to look at when you're not making enough sales in your online store. So I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I think are critical to look at if you're feeling like you don't have enough sales or maybe you're not getting the traction you want with your business online, which is something that I really commonly hear from um, a lot of makers. So the two things I'm going to talk about today are traffic and conversion. I'm going to talk about how they interact, what they actually are, um, and how those can impact your online store. Um, because I believe both of those are really impactful. When I hear somebody's not making sales, I always ask, um, the first two questions I usually go into is how much traffic are you getting to your store on a daily basis and what's your conversion rate? So those things are really important because, um, if you're not having, well, let's look at it this way. If you're not having any traffic to your store, you can't make any sales. And if your conversion rate's really low, even if you're having traffic, you can't convert them to buyers. So those two metrics kind of work together. And the way I've kind of looked at things um, over the last like 10 years is largely a function of my background. So if you guys do know, I used to be a management consultant and um, management consulting is legendary for their interview process. They have um, these crazy interviews where they ask you like very hypothetical questions that don't really have, well, I'm sure there's an answer, but the expectation isn't really necessarily that you get to that mathematical answer. They just want to understand your reasoning and your questioning and how you think about the problem. Um, so I'll give you an example and I promise you this story is going somewhere. Um, so an example would be like, how many ping pong balls can you fit inside a 747 airplane? So you're literally being asked this in an interview. Like, could you imagine how much pressure that is? <laughs> Number one, um, to have two people like staring at you, asking you that question, and then you have to reason your way through it. Um, and number two, if you're not really good at math, that could get really messed up really quickly because you can't use a calculator, obviously. Um, but that's kind of part of the interview. And they also give you case studies to do in the interview sometimes too. Um, but basically what they're looking for there is saying, okay, well, let's break this down. Like how big is a ping pong ball? How wide is a 747 seat? How many seats across? Let's make an assumption that there's six seats across in a 747. And therefore the volume of the plane is XYZ. And then you can fit this many ping pong balls. Like they want to see your train of thought. So what I learned from that is really that there's always cause and effect. So when I'm looking at something like sales being down, um, or if I'm thinking, oh, profits down, I look at all the levers and I say like, what is really driving this? Is it profits down because sales are down, um, or costs are up or both? Like I try and break down the metric, but usually there's something that's driving it in majority. So in my experience, like if, um, Oh, let's say profitability is really low in a business. There's usually one factor. It's usually the costs are too high or the sales are too low. Like, 
and, and I mean, I guess it could be both, but typically it's one or the other that I see driving it down. So when I'm thinking about traffic and conversion, I do usually think there's one that's kind of like pulling the other one down. So when somebody comes to me and says like, I have 1% conversion on my e-commerce store and I'm getting 40 visitors a day, I say, that's not enough people to your online store to make a sale. So a 1% conversion rate is basically you need 100 visitors, unique visitors, and good visitors, quite honestly, to visit your store to be able to make one sale. So if you think about that, let's say you want to make 10 sales a day, then you need 1,000 visitors to visit your store. So when you break it down like that, and that's kind of the methodology that I employ in the um, goal-making calculator that I created that you guys can get on my website, but it's all about breaking things down. So if you're looking at your website today and you go into your analytics section, and I encourage you to do so if you have the plan with Shopify where you can see full analytics, go into your analytics, go into your dashboards and have a look. I mean, you can compare over last month, which is what Shopify basically does automatically. Um, or you can compare over last year. I actually like to do both. Um, I know it's very startup-y to compare versus last month, um, but for me, I want to see month over month growth, but if you're in a retail business, I want to see year over year growth also because there can be a lot of seasonality um, with businesses like this. Um, so I'm going to look at our online store visits and I'm going to say, okay, like how's our store doing this month while well, we're actually having a really great month. And when I look at traffic, traffic is up double digits over last month. So that's definitely a good thing. Our conversion rate is up double digits. So that's great. And they're both up double digits, which contributes to the sales being up even more like doubled in the higher double digits. Um, but um, we have two stores just for perspective. Um, we have a U.S. store and a Canadian store. But when I go over and I flip over to the U.S. analytics, our U.S. sales are only up single digits. And when I look at the store visits, I can see they're down double digits, but our conversion rate is up double digits. Now, this is driving the fact that our sales are almost like flat to the last month, um, but our online store visits are definitely significantly down. So if I was to triage a situation, um, which we are working on right now, I would try and get my traffic up for my encircled store, um, my US store, because traffic's down and my conversion's great, if I get that metric up, I can make a lot more money and I can sell a lot more stuff. So that is really important to have a look at if you have that feature. You can also pull it up in Google Analytics. Google Analytics does track those metrics, but it's just a little bit different to read the information. Um, Typically, let me see if I can pull up Google Analytics while I'm talking to you guys. Um, You probably want to look at acquisition, which is on the left-hand side of Google Analytics, and look at your um, total users. Um, you can look at your total users or your unique users in the last time period and look at the average conversion rate and you can compare it to the previous period and get that information as well. Um, but so I encourage you guys to go into your stores, have a look at your traffic, have a look at your conversion. Is it up or down versus last year? Is it up or down versus the month before? And which one, let's say they're both down, for example, which one is down more? If they're both down equally, then you have a big problem. But if there's one that's kind of lopsided, let's say your conversion rate is down more significantly than your traffic, then there's something either wrong on your site 
that's not getting people to buy. And that could be so many things. So that could be a function of not having the right assortment, not driving the right traffic to your website. Um, it could be a function of the overall user experience on your website, not making it easy to shop with you, making it hard to find shipping information, all that kind of stuff. All of this plays into that. It's all super important. So um, that's something I would think about. If your traffic's down, then you know what? You need to get your traffic up. And I've got a bunch of episodes on that where I talk about traffic building activities. But building traffic to your website is fundamental to driving business in your online store. If you have no traffic, like I said, you can't sell any stuff because it's just like a store. So if you have a storefront and you have one person coming to visit you a day, you're going to have to sell that one person. You're going to have that 100% conversion rate. So I always think about that. Like virtually my store has X number of visitors coming to it on a daily basis. And that is like footfall in a retail store. Those are people coming to see my stuff and check it out. And if I only get like five or 10 people, that's not a lot of people to see my stuff and actually make a decision on whether to buy or not. So that's why it's like super important to um, focus on that metric and focus on building that metric with quality traffic that's relevant and that is like to your dream customer. So that's kind of my two things I'm going to talk about today, conversion and traffic. Now, if you're looking to increase your traffic, people always ask about how to grow your traffic. Um, This is fundamentally marketing strategy. So what do you do to market your brand and how do you drive people to your website? I know that sounds like overly simplistic maybe, but people don't just like discover you. I mean, you may be lucky to get like a lot of Google traffic if you're marketing something very specific, but you got to put yourself out there. You got to have a specific plan and method in place for communicating with your customers on a regular basis and getting repeat business and getting your name out there. That, if you don't have that, that is like the next level to get yourself to pro on a website. You can easily get organic traffic of a hundred visitors a day. Um, and maybe if you're really good on Instagram or another social channel, but that could be like, depending on conversion rate, one to two sales a day, that is not enough money for your business to grow. You need to have a really good plan. You need to test it. You need to see what works and you need to double down on those things. So those are the two things you need to look at. If you are trying to grow your online sales and you're feeling frustrated by it, look at your traffic and your conversion and compare it to the previous month as well as your before and see if you can find any insights that would lead you down the path to figure out ways that you can grow your online store. Thanks for listening. And again, if you found this helpful, definitely rate it on iTunes. And I'd love to hear from you. Send me some comments on our blog, or you can email me or Instagram me at Christy Sumer. I'd love to hear your feedback and whatever topics you want me to cover. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the e-commerce maven podcast i'm your host christy sumer e-commerce boss extraordinaire of encircled.ca and founder of retail bliss if you'd like to check out the show notes they're available for you at retailbliss.ca and click on blog and search for the latest episode if you'd love to keep in touch i would too so check me out on instagram that's where i hang out the most at christy sumer that's k-r-i-s-t-i-s-o-o-m-e-r Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing awesome. Any small step is a step in the right direction. Keep up the work and we'll see you guys next week. Take care.